Saturday, everyone. 29th of, I think it's July, isn't it, Grant? I almost feel that, you know, when we start the show, I should start singing to our listeners. I think they'd enjoy that. And you know the best thing about that when I mentioned me singing? Is that our new producer, Finn James, FJ. Don't know what his nickname is, that he doesn't have any of my singing clips, which is perfect. Whereas, well, they, they might still be on the button bar, I don't know. Yeah, he'll I, probably trawl through them now and yeah. find the happy birthday yeah. one. That we might sing he's to our big, listeners every now and he's then. He's a big singer. He's a big singer as our Grant Kelly. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're doing well. I hope you've had a wonderful working week. Live from the Riviera of the South Pacific, the Saturday session coming your way from now through to 1 o'clock. I'm Daniel McCarty. He, of course, is Grant Elliott. Our number is 0800 Go and use it. You should know by now this is the chance. One shot, one opportunity. Not quite. Uh, throughout the hour, we like to take your calls uh, on 0800-150-811, open line talk. Uh, let's set the rules. We're good to chat anything. Yeah, anything, anything that's on your mind. It's your show, your agenda. Let us know what's been hogging sort of uh, your brain cells as far as sport is concerned over the last uh, week or so, or what is on the horizon over this uh, Full sporting weekend. Our sporting cuppeth run over at the moment. Hey, we'll get to headlines in just a moment before a rundown of what's to come up. But we've got to welcome a new addition, new addition to the show. Finn James joining FJ. us. Is, uh, joining us is our producer. Unfortunately, um, he lost. He lost the game in Auckland, where they put all the producers in one room, um, and they had they had uh, they had a number of seats, but one. More producer than seats, and it was a scramble, and it was a scramble. I hear it was quite fight. It was like cage fighting. I hear, I hear, because no one wanted <laughs> to come near the show, and there was punching, there was eye gouging. Yeah, I think jokes by Joe got an eight week suspension. Uh, absolutely ridiculous for you know a low blow, you might say. Uh, there's a couple of Richard Low elbows thrown <laughs> in there as well, and unfortunately Finn lost, and uh, he is now our producer. Or do you reckon it would be similar to the pilot sitting in the room when they draw straws to see who's flying into Wellington? Yes. And then he's like, oh, yeah, no, I've got the, the Saturday only, seat. The only difference, from what I understand, you know, because I've got such a vast aviation uh, you know, background, uh, Grant, uh, apparently pilots like flying into Wellington. Bit of a they, challenge. Well, no, they actually have to fly the plane, basically. Oh, right. Yeah. So, which is like yeah. Finn. He's having to carry us throughout yeah. the show. Yeah, exactly. Three hours. So we welcome Finn James to the family. Welcome, Finn. Welcome, Finn. Welcome, How are you? Welcome. I'm good, guys. I'm good. How are you? Uh, we're, we're all right. We're all right. Um, you're obviously crap at fighting. Um, Horrendous. Lost, and now, you, and now, you're, now you're stuck with us. Tell us about yourself. Go on. Great voice for a start, oh, we'd say. What a voice. Oh, he'll be hosting the show within weeks. With I feel voice. like <laughs> I'm going to have to go a little bit husky. No, I, I feel under threat. <laughs> Welcome to the Saturday session with Finn and Grant. Yeah, it's, it's just a matter of time with a voice like that. You can Off come the run board, the buttons, mate. Daniel. It's all good. Yeah, I, I can figure that out. I can take you off here easily. I can do that. Give us, a, give us some brief background. I want 
nickname and specialities, Finn. Yeah, well, what do you specialise in? And, and understand that nicknames are very, very important to this show. I don't to I, me. I yeah. don't know if I have a nickname, but but staff oh, likes to call me Finn Basimo. I'm not sure why. Finn. Yeah, nor do I. Uh, I've never really understood it. It's just love a staff, staff thing. I'm vetoing that one. I'm vetoing that one. <laughs> I'm um, vetoing it. So yeah, no double nickname eight, yet. Double three. Nickname for Finn James. We'll put it to the audience. <laughs> yes, we'll yeah. choose the best one we'll at the end it, of the show. We'll, we'll, we'll choose it, and, and you will forever be known uh, as that name. Because we all, I don't know if you know Finn, but you should. Because no doubt every Saturday you've listened to the show for the last two years. Yeah, of course. Been on air. Grant and I have had massive issues with the, the state of New Zealand nicknames. It's just appalling. Absolutely appalling. Throw a Y on the end. Yeah, just throw a Y. Jamesy. <laughs> Finney. Oh, I <laughs> hate that Finney. so much. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. So, uh, you know, I think here a Jav and Snake are not bad nicknames, are they? Great. The Jav and Snake. Yeah, goes all right. Yeah. See how I put my name first? Yeah. I was just trying to alpha you there. Uh, welcome into the Saturday session with Daniel McCarty and Grant Elliott as we take you through to <laughs> one o'clock and we welcome Finn James in as our new producer. Can't wait to work with you, mate. Over the years, we try to have as much fun as possible. Uh, not only with you, but our listeners. And we encourage those listeners right now to, to join us on 0800 150 811. Let's start off, though, with uh, getting to the latest in sports headlines, Mr. Elliot. And as I said, our sporting cup hath run over. Um, do you want another World Cup? Do you want another World Cup? Oh, I'd love oh, another. another World Cup started last night. A big win for the Silver Ferns to start the 2023 Netball World Cup campaign. And there it is. over. It's a win for New Zealand. 76-27 over Trinidad and Tobago. Ah, oh, the dulcet tones of Jenny Woods on Sky Sport. Uh, the audio courtesy of them. The Silver Ferns used to simply too strong for Trinidad and Tobago. I was very close to doing the accent there. And that, uh, <laughs> Trinidad. <laughs> that would have been bad. 76 to 27 was the final score, as you heard Jenny say. Uh, the Ferns kept Trinidad and Tobago. How's this, Grant? Scoreless for almost six minutes in the first quarter. That's not very sporting. Well, not, not very nice. Not great for the fans. And not great for the fans. Uh, showcasing a truly incredible display on, on defence. And uh, they talked up their, their defensive looks. You know, Kelly Jury's going to spend a fair bit of time in wing defence. She, of course, was goalkeeper for uh, the Central Pulse. Um, you know, uh, and, and, and another fine season for them. Uh, though standards did drop a touch in the third quarter. How do I know this? Well, Dame Nolan Taurua told us after the game. She said, yeah, we, we got away from what we were trying to do. And and I trust Dane, Dolene. Don't you? You like that. Yeah. You like it when the coach gives a little bit of a bagging session or constructive feedback. Well, it's constructive feedback. Yeah, yeah. You can't be perfect all the time, can you, Grant? Uh, your test career is a good illustration of it. Silver Ferns, Amelia Anik and Arcio thought the team did really well in patches. See? She agrees. Um, however, thinks they uh, could have been more clinical and controlled uh, with ball in hand. A great start, nonetheless, for the Ferns as they start their campaign. Of course, they are the reigning defending champions. And reigning defending champions, that seems a little bit superfluous. I don't need to... They are the, the defending champions. They are the reigning champions. That's good enough. Uh, looking for a sixth world title. Uh, not a good day for Lydia Coe. She's tumbled down the leaderboard at the EVR Open in France. The latest uh, women's golf major grant. No holes in one here. No holes in one here. Got some feedback about <laughs> hole-in-ones uh, during the week. <laughs> Starting in second place, Coe shot a five over 
to slide back to a tie for 22nd at the Evian Championship. Our French woman Celine Boutier leads at seven under the card. Uh, at the Women's World Cup, England top Group D after a hard-fought 1-0 win over Denmark, while a 10-woman China held on to beat a valiant Haiti side uh, by the same scoreline. Those were the evening games uh, prior. A wild game yesterday afternoon. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's certainly not the most technically beautiful game you'll ever see, but it was so entertaining as Argentina and South Africa ended at 2 all South Africa led 2-0, but Argentina scored two beautiful goals. Hey, TVNZ, when you're wrapping the World Cup, a good idea when you go to your highlights package is it actually play the best goal of the game in the highlights. Oh. Just a tip. Just a tip. Can we, talk, can we talk about the cricket highlights later? <laughs> in the Just a tip. Just a tip. The first Argentine goal is an absolute screamer. Uh, anywho, we move on. In- England top the group on six points, play China in their last game, while China and Denmark are on three points and skill and can still make the round of 16. Um, Haiti will not, uh, it would seem. Haiti will not go through uh, bottom of the group. Haiti take on Denmark. And Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones has stirred the pot. Oh, why did you put the your voice on? Because he always does it. And I don't know why I've got this voice on, but I have. Because I love Eddie Jones. I think he's wonderful for the sport. I think he's, he's great. wonderful for the sport. Great for broadcast. Now, he uh, has stirred the pot ahead of the Bledisloe Cup uh, match night at the MCG. Uh, the Wallabies head coach uh, talks to the press ahead of the game. Um, I, think, I think we've got a clip of this, have we? Have we got a clip of this? It's just Eddie Jones and all his glory. Enjoy it. It's about a minute long. We don't care. It's our show. Go on. Have a listen. Imagine tomorrow, or oh, Saturday night, 85,000 people, the biggest rugby crowd since 2007. And they've come to watch you know, two teams that have got good respect for each other, but you know, at the same time, they they dislike each other. You know, and there's nothing better than winning against New Zealand because you feel the country sinking, right? It's not just rugby sinks, the country sinks. Yeah, the whole economy goes down. They're like the Prime Minister's there with his fingers crossed hoping the All Blacks win because he knows the economy's going to drop as they lose. And so we can have that effect and at the same time then the Australian kids want to play rugby again because at the moment too many of them want to play AFL. I was going past the school the other day and they were playing AFL in basketball, right? So we want kids to play rugby because it's the greatest game of all. So we've got a bit of a job here to do. You know, maybe put the New Zealand Prime Minister on, on call that the economy's going to suffer and at the same time raise our it's stakes here. Bad. <laughs> 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 oh, well, we could help a bit more, mate. Might, might help the economic balance of the world. I'm sure there's people with more brains than me that work that out. Eddie Jones, the one, the only, Mr. Eddie Jones is back. And you know what? The Bledisloe Cup rivalry, if you call it that, because it's what? Nearly 20 years since they've won it, or 20 years since they've won it. Uh, it's better for it, is it not? Niggle. Niggle. I Brilliant. love a bit of niggle. I mean, you would know this because you used to interview me after Firebirds games. There's nothing better than someone that gives you something different. And Eddie Jones, every time he's up there, it was almost like, um, what was our friend from South Africa that uh, we oh. kept crawling? It was in the military. He was the director of rugby. I'm sure our listeners will be able to help. Russi Erasmus. Yeah, but prior to that, Peter, flying off the handle. Peter de Villiers prior to that was yes. fantastic because, you know, English was certainly, certainly his, you know, not his strong point. 
and he got these sort of brilliant broken sentences. Um, and, and I found, you know, a lot of people were really mean about Peter de Villiers. I thought he was just great. He was really fun to listen to. And you know what? A lot of coaches in rugby are boring. Yeah. Aren't they? PC. Well, sport in general, Daniel. And you know what? I think, I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, listeners, on 0800 I think a big part of modern-day coaching is selling your sport. Yeah. It, it is the press duties. It is, you know, m- making us attracted to the game. And, and Eddie Jones, you know, who, who will remember, I remember it vividly, um, ahead of uh, taking on the All Blacks at the last World Cup. He went on this weird tangent, riddle, 10-minute rant, and he did brilliantly just taking all the pressure and all the heat off his players. Yeah. No one talked about his players. No one's talking about the Australian players over here and around the world. They're all talking about Eddie Jones and saying the New Zealand economy is going to go further down the toilet. Yeah, You know, the difficult thing is, though, Daniel, is like as a coach and a player, you're taught to keep your emotions out of the game, right? But it's great when players show emotion and coaches show emotion and passion and enthusiasm or whatever it is, you know, during those presses. I remember um, Dean Jones and uh, may he rest in peace, mm. amazing player and, and quite an aggressive coach. But I remember the players, the night before this pressy, they, I saw them in the pub and they were walking past us while we were having dinner. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Oh, no, we've been called into a meeting. Mm. Like, what, at 10 p.m.? And they're like, yeah. And then they'd walk by and they'd just be white in the face. And Dean Jones was just giving them a massive serve, telling them how useless they were pretty much. And then the next day they lost and um, he was in the presser. And he said, don't worry, fellas. I'll do the tough uh, press conferences. I'll get the players to do the easy ones. And just gave them something early on. But like to be able to, to give the journalists something, just show that enthusiasm, that passion, just a voice clip, but also that emotion of how much it means to lose and win, I think is, is quite important. And I think our, our athletes need to recognize that because that's what the fans want. I think yeah. the fans want to see that you will die at all costs on the field and you've given it your all and that you're absolutely passionate for the cause. I've got to ask you this. Any time in your sporting career, Grant, an opposition player say something derogatory about your team <laughs> that you, you, you posted it on the ch- team changing sheds, is when the media love to say and you've gone out and scored 100 as a result? What, you mean every like, weekend? That, 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 that motivation, that extra motivation, like because of what someone in the opposition team has said. Can it be a thing? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know that when I, <laughs> you were part of it, when I was captain oh. of the Firebirds, and uh, we would just open the Dom Post every, every day. Never mind, you know, the opposition. We didn't need that motivation. <laughs> but it was kind of like, you know, the, what the journalists were saying. It does motivate you. And this will, will motivate the team and it will be brought up. It's great fuel. You need to have a theme for all of your team talks. So why not let Eddie Jones be the theme? All right, our number is 0800 We'll get your calls in just a moment. But Grant, speaking of media, I get a little bit nervous when I see headlines like this. Cricket score at the G. Inform All Blacks, not the Wobblies need. It's a terrible pun for a start. Um, why Eddie Jones's coaching style isn't working with the Wallabies. Reads another one after two games, as if you know if it's, it's not going to work longer term. I get very nervous when I uh, sense uber confidence in All Blackdom. 
and there is a lot of it. All I've heard is how much are the All Blacks going to win by? Is it 20? Is it 30? Is it more? Is there anyone out there who um, feels a little bit nervy as a result of just our confidence? I think New Zealand win this game. But 80,000 at the G, they're going to be pretty fired up. They haven't played there a long, long time. If you want to discuss uh, the uh, opening Bledisloe Cup game, if you want to talk individuals, who needs to shine? Is it Roy Gard off the bench? 0800 150811. And I must admit, I did pull out my questions after ahead of the first game of the year. And I said, I cannot remember a time where so much uncertainty hung over the head of the All Blacks as they embark on another World Cup year. Um, what's our best loose forward mix? Who has earned the start in midfield? What is the makeup of the back three? There were so many question marks and uncertainty about the starting lineup. Um, two games in, we seem very confident after beating a very average Argentina side and, uh, you know, beating a, a good South African side. It's just two games. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm, uh, you know, completely on board that we're going to run up a cricket score at the MCG against Australia. What say you? Dean can go first. G'day, Dean. Yeah, guys, I don't know. I'll be, I don't know, like Australia, we're just lucky at the end of the day that um, they don't care about rugby. Like we do here, we've got bugger all else that we're good at, so... That means a big deal to us. But if they, if they Hang on, Dean. Dean, <laughs> how can you say that they don't care about rugby when they're going to fill the G with 85,000? It's 20 million. 85,000 is dropping a bucket. You know it's true. They don't care, man. It's rugby. Over there, it's... Uh, um, Fifth coat, maybe? Yeah, they, that is true. Yeah, no, it's just if they, if they collectively got their... All-star cricketers, they're all-star AFL, they're all-star basketball, they're all-star everything. Probably not many leagues would you would, you'd want, because let's be honest, how many of them actually gone to union been any good? You can count them on... You can't count Vice them. Versa. Like Vice versa. Yeah. Vice versa. No, no, no. Plenty of union go over there and do really, really well. So you can't... Really don't get sidetracked, Dean. Don't get, don't get sidetracked. I'm, I'm not... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. Like, Steady Eddie... He's done it before. I like I just said, what I was trying to get to was if yeah. he had the cattle that he had in England to pick from, he could ambush us again, no worries at all. But I'm just not sure. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see Kieran Becky go flat out at Talia, flat out at Bowdoin Barrett. And if they knock him over, I'm happy as Larry. If they don't, at the MCG, if um, Foster gets the one record he hasn't got yet, and that's lose the bledders over the first time in 20 years, it wouldn't really matter if we got things sorted in the back three for the World Cup. That's how I see it. I'm looking for I can't Is it a cricket score? Is it a cricket score? Hell no. Hell no. No, no. I'd, I'd love to see 32-12. That's what I'll pick in a sweep here with the boys having a few beers. But it could be 19-21 either way. A huge crowd. Austra- Australians are criminal instinct. They won't die. They'll keep coming. And it's us. <laughs> you know? It's us. Do you know, I've got to, I've got to say... I remember before the first game against Argentina, you phoned in and you were a little bit half empty. We're not, a, we're not in the universe. And then not you, in the same universe. Yeah, and then you came back with your tail between your legs and you Credit said, I'm sorry. You. Credit to you. Yeah, and you were always yeah, honest, yeah, which yeah, we no, love I, about you. No, and I feel yeah, no, the true, same little sort little of thing happening trip. here. I, no, we're, so oh, no. you accept. You accept. We're in the neighborhood. Um, we might have even come through the front gate. I've never said we don't have the cattle. I'm just concerned about the head okay. shepherd. I've always said that. Fair enough. Like, we've got the players to go very, very well. 
everyone knows that Super Rugmas is can it. If Leicester Fa'anuku isn't in the All Blacks starting 15 every day of the week, I don't know what I'm watching. If oh, Will Jordan's not a fullback yeah. for any other team, I don't know what I'm watching. I love the fact Roy Gard's getting a chance. He deserves it. But Damien McKenzie starts for any other international team on the planet. I'm not saying he should mm. start for us, but off the bench, Caleb Clark, give me strength. That's what annoys yeah, me. That, that's a trial for me, Dean. I really do think that is a trial for Caleb Clark. Good on you, Dean. Always love the passion. We'll talk with you real soon. G'day, Bruce. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Bruce. Hey, guys. Yeah, welcome. Cricket Good score. Morning. It's cricket score tonight, right, Bruce? Cricket score tonight. And, and what not, is a cricket score in rugby? Well, 50 without loss? And no jokes well, to start ground. off with, Bruce. It's a cricket ground, isn't it, Grant? <laughs> it, it is. A apparently, you can't, it's, apparently, you can't hit sixes there. It's so massive. <laughs> Except for a few large skins. Hey, speaking of sixes, did you see that young spinner on the Aussie side hitting those sixes last night? Outstanding. Three of them, I think. Oh, problem was, he didn't the play in the last test, did he? Yeah, Top Murphy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he's, he's got an advantage. He's got those glasses, doesn't he? The Daniel Vittori ones. You can really look at that seam of the ball. I'll just speak. Who said he can't bat? Hey, oh, look, when you're your black coach and the selectors, you've got, you, you've got the joy and the power to choose who you want. And all you can do is respect it and support them. And I know we've got the talent and we'll do fine. Eddie Jones, if you don't have this, the cattle and, the, and anything, the skill, the players, you, you've got to start talking and trying to piss people off and <laughs> annoy the opposition, don't you? When, when you do, mm. you don't have to do the talking. You do it on the field. End of story. Well, it's not, as if it's not as if they didn't have a very good coach last year. You know how high I've been on Dave Rennie over the years? Yeah, absolutely, and uh, like everyone said, they probably should have, wasn't for that Foley guy, whatever, they would have won that match. But, um, hey, the, the joy and the absolute uncertainty of live sport is the thing I'm going to make a comment on. You know, mm-hmm. you have Lydia Cohen, you have, plays an amazing first round, and then she has five over in the second round. You've got Steve Alker, who's in the middle of the field, then he plays a blinder. You've got... The football, you've got everything. You just don't know what's going to happen. And it's just one of the amazing things in life. You sit down and you think you know what the result's going to be. But most of the time, it's not what you think it's going to be. And that's what draws us into everything. So, And finally, what about that almost run out of Steve Smith in the end? Oh, yes. I know you're going to talk about it. Oh, I've forgotten his name, but the uh, the guy recreated what Gary Pratt did to to Ricky Ponting. Remember that from oh, 2005? Yeah, yeah. Where Ponting just yes. lost. So uh, Smith nudges it onto the onside, calls run, you know, run hard, comes back for a second, run run the first one hard for Allen, run the first one hard, <laughs> and then uh, a great throw, sort of off balance from sort of a mid wicket region. It didn't hit the stumps. And it was flicked off by Bearstow. If it's a direct hit, he's out. Yeah, but yeah. On, on first look, Bruce, uh, it looked like he was out. Yeah. England starts yeah. celebrating the crowd, you know, the go crowds crazy. into it. And then on closer inspection, they had to go split screen. They just Steve Smith's <laughs> like marginally behind the line. It was so close. Well, um, it, to, what, you know, to be, him to becoming a bit of an internet sensation overnight. Yeah, people making T-shirts of him. But that's what they did with Gary Pratt. But I guess Bruce, that that's an interesting one. <laughs> 
with regards to the the spirit of cricket because I know that Ponting was really disappointed with Duncan Fletcher um, and I think Michael Vaughan was the captain then because they felt that they were taking their bowlers off the workhorses who had tired legs and getting Gary Pratt on who had fresh legs and was an outstanding fielder but obviously nowhere near the national team as well so it'll be interesting to see who actually came off for him but uh, yeah well picked up there Bruce. Good on you, Bruce. Hey, go yeah. enjoy your Saturday, Bruce. Always a treat chatting, mate. Yeah, Thanks mate. so much for joining us. Great show. It nice is to already... T- Thank you. 24 minutes after 10 o'clock. Already, Grant. Oh, so much oh, sports Finn's on. Finn's already angry with us. Time management skills are not up to scratch. We did warn him, I hope, was that we've got to take a break. Back shortly. Now a little punch-up from Barrett. It's a good one. Coles is there. And Dane Coles scores the opening try. Almost to the line. Now they're over. And breaking down the left flank. He's got Jordy inside him. And he'll score. A breakout try. Pops it into space. Rico Ioane. Coles pops it away. Aaron Smith has a go. He's in. Around again and Bobby McKenzie accelerating into space. Clears it away. Barrett. Ah, oh, the memories. Gee, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, they scored Sounds really tries. positive. It was some very good tries. It's the highlights. Again. You know, I only used to watch my fours and sixes. <laughs> there weren't many sixes. But fours just a, before a game. You had a six at the MCG. You, you only have to hit one six. Oh, two. Yeah. Um, no, I only had <laughs> no, I hit one at the MCG, but it was a top edge. It was a top edge. It was stark. At my left ear, and I went, oh, I'm going to die. And I threw my bat at it and got a top edge of yeah. six. It counts. Say, I would say one of, one of the best, one of the better one-day innings by New Zealander that I've ever seen live. Really? Your innings. Are you final. giving me a compliment? Yeah, I am. I thought you played brilliantly. No one remembers that innings well, ever, got, though. They, no, that's unfortunate for you. Because we got smoked. 84, 87, something like that? 84. 84. Or three. Yeah, yeah you and Ross Taylor had set it up quite well. Oh. Just don't know how on earth a James Faulkner slow ball carries to the keeper. Luck was not on our side in that moment. I think when you put sandpaper and on the ball, then... <laughs> what? Who said that? <laughs> There's no evidence of Australia doctoring cricket balls in the history of the sport. Let's get away from cricket because okay. we got a whole hour of cricket, but we got something from Scott. Keep your ticks coming. This is brilliant. This confidence of the ABs around the country is awesome. But I'm just trying to figure out where all those naysayers from the past few months are gone. Where are you? Changed your tune real quick, don't you think? ABs by 25. Cheers, Scott. I assume Scott was still in the positive side of the camp because he's gone with a very, very strong uh, Strong. win to the All Blacks by 25 points. Uh, But he he raises a point. So uh, have all those naysayers been won over after two games? Now, Dean's been pretty consistent, yeah, but then, I mean, you know, he's... But no, two, there were a lot of critics. There was. There was a lot yeah, of critics. Well, it's all forgiven after two games. Mm, that's what you were saying. And we've got another one here. We've got Carlos from Christchurch. Morning, Snake and Jav. Good to see he puts your name first. Well, he understands how things should work <laughs> and do work. <laughs> after considering... The empty narrative of Eddie, Eddie Jones, he must surely be the master of diversion, taking the conversation away from his inept team yep. and his profligate selections. In conclusion, I've compared his face to that of a dropped pie, and note they are almost identical. My question is, what will Eddie's face look like at the post-match interview after a spanking from the ABs? Uh, a, gr- a grumpy dropped pie? 
What okay. sort of pie, though, Carlos? Is it a yeah, mince and cheese? No, it won't be your and Justin Marshall's favourite butter chicken pie. Oh, the butter chicken pie. It won't, it won't, it won't be that. It won't be that. Yeah, that's a really good That's a really good message and the, well, for a couple of reasons. He makes some really interesting uh, points to the fact that uh, someone's used the word profligate. Fantastic. Absolutely love it. Uh, wonderful. Uh, we do appreciate it when you take your time and uh, join the show, whether it is on 0800-150 or double eight double three. Uh, we've got another one. Uh, Evan's right. Uh, Evan, don't worry. We were going to mention this in our 11 o'clock news bulletin uh, or headlines. Morning, men. How about a shout-out for Grant's namesake, namesake, Alka, leading after round two? Uh, for those who don't know what we are talking about here, um, Steve Alka, who's just had a wonderful couple of years, isn't he? Uh, he is leading the uh, Senior Open Championship, isn't he? He is four under. After a three-under second round, he has a one-shot lead over um, the German, uh, Alex Checker, isn't it? Yes. He's 52 years of age. So what? what, what? 50. Got to be 50. Oh, you just have to be 50. Well, I mean, that's not senior. That's sort of... Well, that's what they call it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. doesn't Sen- seem very... Senior deep. Open. Yeah, so he'll be the youngster in the Senior yep. Open. Um, and also adds in, P.S., no nickname needed. How could anyone forget syllable name Welcome Finn? Well, Welcome Finn. We've got uh, Josh, who's actually nicknamed him Shark. I'm guessing because Shark Finn. Yeah, and solid, then solid. That's a that's solid. It's a solid start. Good start. Hugo's come in with um, some backwards thinking. Yep, Niff, which is Finn spelt backwards. Niff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Finn. I, I, I detect you're under, you. You're not sold on that quite yet. Not sold. The shark could be yeah. a little bit. Yeah. What do you think, Finn? Shark's a little cliche. Yeah. yeah I've heard it before. Okay. Wasn't a fan. Okay. Uh, Open those. Let's see if anyone can come up with a really good nickname for, for Finn during the show. Finn is our new producer. Welcome aboard. 26 minutes away from 11 o'clock. Our number is 0800 Love to get your thoughts on uh, all the sport that's going on in our life. Wow, there's so much of it. Ashes. Must admit, I had a... Uh, I caught up with some of the ashes that... The last test, you know, the last couple of days didn't get anywhere near it because I was sort of deep in the weeds of the uh, the the football world cup, the women's football world oh, cup. Two days of rain. I had a dreadful sleep last night. Oh, uh, did you just have football names going through your head? I mean, you've been living and breathing the football world cup, haven't you, Daniel? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it has been has been a little bit difficult. Just great though. No, but I woke up twice last night. Um, woke up just as Joe Root took a screamer, and then woke up just as Steve Smith got out for seventy one. So it was almost like oh. my inner cricket fan sensed something. There was there was there, there was movement in the, the emotions. There was movement in the force, and I woke up. <sighs> Check your phone. Great grab by Root. Oh, uh, for, for those Dreamer. we we didn't get in the headlines. We're going to do it at the top of the hour. But uh, you know, first inning shootout. Really, uh, England made two hundred and eighty-three. Australia's made uh, two hundred and ninety-five. Australia have a lead of twelve runs. Um, England will be up next, um, and someone. Uh, has just corrected. Uh, I did mean Stephen Alka. Yeah. Yeah, not Grant's namesake, uh, Stephen Alka. Thank you very much. We'll take a short break. Be back with more of your calls up after this. Yeah. Hey. My mama calls, see you on TV, sunset don't change. Ever since we was on, I dreamed it all. Ever since I was young, they said I won't be nothing. Now they all Say congratulations. Work so hard, forgot how to vacation.
20 minutes away from 11, I'm Daniel McCarty, making it rain, Elliot is next to me. <laughs> There's good tunes, heavy tunes. I mean, normally we'd go back to the 80s, so I d that took me by surprise, that tune. We went back as far as Johnny Be Good a few times. Oh, I love that song, though, in fairness. G'day, Joey, welcome to the show. Thanks for holding through that break. Hello, Joey. Yeah, no worries, fellas, I love your show. I love the station, fantastic. Uh, Thank you, Joey. That means a lot. That really about, means a lot. What about... No worries, fellas. What about your um, your producer, Slim Finn? <laughs> Slim, Slim Finn. I'm, Slim. Just, I'm looking at him. He's a basketballer, he... though, Joey. Uh, I should have painted the picture better for you, sir, and I apologise to you, Joey. Uh, he, he's quite a unit, isn't he? Yeah. He's quite he... tall. He's strapping. He'd Very be good tall. On the, good on the low post, or especially against us. But Sli Slim Finn, I like that. Sort of like a, 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 Is that a play on Slim Jim? Well, it's similar, isn't it? You know, I mean, if he's uh, if he's tall, well, that's, you're halfway there, aren't you? For a start. But um, also, <laughs> yeah. Just, just on the All Blacks, um, I think it'll be a lot closer than what a lot of people think. Just because the Aussies are playing us, and it's in yeah. Melbourne, you know, it's going to be eighty thousand plus. You know, probably fifty thousand in New Zealand because you know you know what Melbourne's like. We'll get a lot of Kiwis there. But um, just don't write off the Aussies yet. You know, they're, um, they always get up for us. And uh, I know the British size, I, I can't see it um, being a big score. Uh, I'd be a little bit surprised. I think they'll, in the first 20, 25 minutes, um, there'll be nothing in it. You know, I do think the, the, yeah. the Blacks will win. Um, but I just think that, um, you know, the Aussies, because it's New Zealand, they'll get up for us. It's just like when South Africa play us. Well, a lot of teams, yeah. to be honest. You know, and we and blew the, um, and we blew South Africa off the park for 20 minutes, and then with 15 minutes to go, it's really tight, uh, wasn't it, Grant? Jo Joey, I, w I want to ask you though. Last year, everyone was going, oh, even Dane Coles was saying, oh, we you know lack the physicality, and we've got to be more physical up front. So in those first 25 minutes, do you think that that'll define the game? And are we being physical, uh, you know, enough in the in what we're showing as an All Blacks team? Oh, without a doubt. You know, physicality will get you, you know, it's it's like anything, Grant. Effort. You've got to put the, the massive effort you put in is what you get out of the game in the end. It's like anything. You put the effort in in training, you'll get it when you when you actually go and play. And it's the effort that they, they put in early on. Um, there's the small little things. And, and then, then the, the All Blacks will try. I mean, if you play in the All Blacks, you know what they'll do. They'll try to run you off your feet eventually. Because they've got they've got strike power everywhere. And I'm not saying Australia have either, uh, haven't you know either, but they have you know. And we all like last week the effort was in early on, and then you know it sort of fanned out, and South Africa got, got back into the game a little bit. But we all know that South Africa, for example, have got big forwards and big men, and and are naturally just big built. So and with Australia, it's slightly different. But at the end of the day, you'll, you'll see the All Blacks trying to have a running game like yeah. they always do and, and run people run the other teams around in the last 20 because their fitness and everything may take over. And I think the physicality is massive. If you can, obviously, it's like anything. If you can win up front, if you can, if you can get front foot a ball, uh, it's a lot easier for everybody, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, and they've done that so well in the opening 20 minutes of those first two tests. The halftime scores combined of the first two tests, 50 points to three. I'm sorry, I, I, you, can you play at that level, test and test out? Uh, I'm unsure. I, I'm unsure. But I still think the All Blacks win. I'm, 
not a cricket score. Uh, Joey, thanks so much. Great call. Really thanks, kind Joe. words, and we do appreciate it. We'll talk to you again real soon, I do hope. I think we can sneak in one more this hour, and we go to Christchurch. Here we go. It's Russell. G'day, Russell. G'day, Rusty. G'day, boys. I'm not talking rugby. I'm talking football. Um, Brilliant. Look, I need, Hit some, me. I need some serious, I need some help, boys. I've watched every game. Yep. I've really enjoyed the Women's World Cup until last night. I watched the China-Haiti game. I can accept it was a foot contact in the penalty box and China got a penalty. But could someone help me out there? Why did Haiti not get a penalty with three serious offences in the penalty box in the last 10 minutes? One where the Chinese defender climbed over the top of her, pushed her head down with her hands into the ground like a pulverizing her, and no penalty. What's that about? <laughs> well, uh, Richie, uh, Russell, I, I don't want to sound like I'm um, you know, dodging here. I, I, that's one of the few games I haven't actually seen. I've seen the headlines. There's a few people sort of grumbling about it. And it's unfortunate. You know, Haiti, th- think about Think of the, the nation of Haiti v. the nation of China. Like, seriously, they shouldn't get yeah, anywhere near close. Exactly. And Haiti have been really good. They've got a couple of brilliant individual players. And, you know, when I saw those headlines, when I, when I saw the controversy around it, my heart went out to them. But, you know, Russell, officials make mistakes too, right? I, I'm going I'm to say something here, Rusty, if you don't mind me calling you Rusty. Um, well, he's got no right. option, does he? Because he's just, <laughs> called him, just called him Rusty, haven't you? <laughs> Is, um, you know, I, I've been... Involved in the women's game in cricket, and I think what we're seeing here as well is that women's sports in general is going from amateur to amateur professional to professional. And when you go to that professional side, um, there's a lot of things that change. The competitive nature of it, the pressure of the, the press leading up to the game, uh, the narrative. Like, you know, the players are under a lot more pressure than they currently are. And I think. We, we, we can't compare women's sports to men's sport at the moment because men's sport has been professional for so long. So I think maybe the officials are a little bit more lax than maybe they are in, in the professional men's game because how many of these women are actually professional footballers in the FIFA World Cup and also you know the, the referees and, and officials? That's what I would question. I mean, I'm not coming from a real qualified uh, source here but um, you know in the cricket sense that's definitely what's happening oh. players are going to be under way more pressure because they're getting almost the same paycheck as the men now and that means there's going to be more scrutiny in the game from journalists from media which means the pressure is going to go on to is going to be lumped onto the players and we're going to see a different side we're going to see a different side in terms of sportsmanship or sportship or whatever we're going to have to call it um, of the game uh, and that, that's my, no my point of view. Sorry? Why are there no men referees at the Women's World Cup? I've had no issue with the women's, with the refereeing at this World Cup. No. I, I think it's no, been a very, either. very good I'm standard. And, and you know, why, why not? You know? Well, what would be an interesting stat, Russell, is how many times uh, in the men's game does the whistle blow on average compared to... Because I was... When I went to the Football Ferns game, I thought there was a number of uh, challenges where I thought, oh, that would have been called up normally. But it depends on the referee. You saw the New, the New Zealand referee yesterday who was really, like, let play go, and there were some mm. real robust challenges. But it was consistent, and that's all you want. Hey, I've just hurriedly watched the replay, uh, the highlights, Russell, three-minutes package. Absolute 
dead set red card against the Chinese player, no doubt about that. Um, and unfortunately, 100%. that is a penalty uh, uh, from from the Haiti player. Uh, what 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 minute yep. was the 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 ch- the, the dodgy non penalty call? Do you remember when in the game uh, it was? Extra time and extra time of the uh, it was in the ninety minutes. Oh wow, God, that makes it even worse, doesn't it, for Haiti? Oh, that that is so oh, heartbreaking. Yeah, hey, we've got to get to a break. Hey, Russell. Russell, right, call cheers, back mate. next week. Let's continue to talk more about this tournament because I've fallen up absolutely in love with it, no doubt about it. Got to take a break. It's 12 Thank away you. from 11 o'clock. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. It's seven away from 11 o'clock. Thank you all so much for the calls. We've got through a few of them. We love chatting to you on a Saturday. We always do it between 10 and 11 o'clock. Russell was our last caller. Uh, Russell, I've done my very best to hurriedly, uh, you know, look at the game you were talking about. China, Haiti. Uh, China down to 10 women after a absolute, no, no doubt about it, straight red card, horrendous tackle, taking uh, the right knee of the uh, the Haiti player. Now the, now, the moment he was talking about, you know, coming into added time, there were um, nine added minutes. They ended up playing 13 added minutes, Grant, in that second half oh. home because of this. A penalty was awarded to Haiti just inside the area. Balls played high, looking for the centre forward. Chinese defender is, a, a, I guess, accused of jumping you know, in and knocking down the Haiti player. I actually don't think it's a penalty, Russell. Well, you I, show I, me I, the I, clip and I, I will have I a look at the AR. I think the Chinese defender holds her position and she goes straight up. Let's She's have a entitled look. to, yeah, her hands... Hands might appear be over uh, over the shoulders, but if if you're going to whistle that, the hands over the shoulders, you'll be whistling mm. every corner, every free kick. There'll be so much whistle. I think the Chinese player holds her position, goes straight up, and it's actually the Haiti player who comes uh, comes backwards, Grant, and actually makes the contact. What say you? Oh, yeah, it was. I it do. Was, it was awarded. The penalty was awarded. VAR asked the referee to go have a look at it, and the referee changed to decision. Oh, wow. Lucky, yep. yeah. Yeah. To, to a degree, but I actually think they've got the right decision there, in my humble opinion. And uh, Russell, um, if you disagree, I, I'm down for that too, because uh, last time I checked, I'm actually not an official referee. Um, you know, a lot of people have sent in some messages, and we'll get to those a little bit later about the offside law. Uh, Grant Elliott, too. Like, you, You're well, not a fan of the offside law now, are you? Well, and, no, because I was uh, at the Football Ferns yeah. game, and I was video videoing our goal where 32,000 erupted as we scored a goal and then waited for five minutes while they decided and Brilliant. then of the loudspeaker well, offside. We've got a guest coming up in the next hour who can school you in another round ball code. Oh. She, she's done it done it in the past. Who's that? Rebecca Rolls oh. joining us. The Jewel International. Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> Rosie. There you go. We'll get her football hat on. Nice. Can't wait to catch up with her. Hey, we've got a treat for you. Annalie Longo from the Football Ferns oh, wow. will be on the show before one o'clock as well. Uh, but our Rosine uh, Talking Cricket segment will uh, be the first feature up after uh, this break and the headlines. Keep your messages rolling in, including all of these nickname suggestions for our new producer, Finn. Go on, get amongst it. Four away from 11.